So many good yawns, just dead. There we go. That was a good one. What? Did you not hear what I said? No. Oh, I, when you said your mic didn't work, I said, so many good yawns, just lost to time. <laughs> I know. And then you yawned, and I was like, oh, that was a good one. I was... See, like, most people, when they see a yawn, they yawn, but me, it's like, whenever I hear the word yawn, that's my cue. <laughs> I am perpetually tired. I feel like I'm just making all of our listeners, like, very concerned for my overall health. <laughs> I've been getting emails. (laughs) That's what all of the one-star reviews are. Just (laughs) it's like is is she okay? I don't think I don't think Lauren's making healthy decisions. (laughs) Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Hello, Little Dippers, and welcome to One Star, a bad movie podcast where we talk about bad movies that have uh, one-ish celebrities in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm a saran-wrapped piece of dog shit. (laughs) I won't won't say my name this time, because that was just factual. (laughs) Yeah. They're synonymous. No one uh, second-guesses saran wrap, as we've learned from this (laughs) And what movie is that, Lauren? Hotel for Dogs. And why did we do that movie, Lauren? Uh, I'm glad you asked, Quinn. This is our first Patreon pick. Woo! Yay! And Um, I'll say it, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Um, And it was actually one that I kind of had in the back of my mind to do for a little while now. I just haven't, you know. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You didn't? I, I really found well, it pretty left field of a choice. I I thought it was a left field of the of a choice from... Like, I, I don't know. I was surprised when he asked us to do it. We, we um, say he because we do, in fact, only have one Patreon <laughs> member. Yeah, here's the thing, guys. You guys should uh, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon because right now we only have one, which means he just gets to pick things that we do all the time. He has so much authority. He has full control over our Patreon picks. Arguably so, too much for one man. Too much since all he did was respond to a tweet <laughs> and said uh, <laughs> just said do dogs. hotel for dogs. <laughs> I don't even think he said do. I think he just said hotel for dogs and we were like alright. Yeah and we're like <laughs> yeah we're hot for dogs. We're hot for dogs. Yeah, that's the that's a colloquially what me and Quinn kept calling it. Either hot dogs, hot for dogs, uh, the like, but... Uh, the Emma Roberts vehicle, you know, just fun little nicknames. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Johnny Simmons vehicle, um, as, the, I, as I like to call it. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I forgot his name again. I will never forget his name. So, so Lauren has... But I've always... I've always like kind of I've always been like thinking about we should do it, but I didn't know if anyone would actually want us to do it. That's why I've never even brought it up. So that's a very he fair suggested point. it. I was like, dope. Well, yeah, Lauren has a history with um, the generic and emphasis on generic <laughs> hot guy of this movie. I love Johnny Smith. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know. Have you recognized him? 
at all. He looked vaguely familiar, and I didn't bother double-checking to see where that was from. That's fair. I will give you all the facts you need about him. Oh, I just went to his YouTube page, and I realized it was as young Neil. Yes! That is where I vaguely Um, recognized him. He's young Neil in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's where my obsession with him began, because young Neil is um, by far the best character in that movie. (laughs) He's so funny. I I, you... I I would say I'm team Kiernan Culkin. Okay, f- fine. <laughs> but, you know, he punched the highlights out of his hair, out of her hair. It's still like an iconic line that is so good. Thank you, young Neil. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just fall, I fell in love with him in that movie. And then he is also... Uh, the kid who dies at the beginning of 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Wait, a, t- a kid dies? I forgot that. That's the whole plot of the movie. The kid dies and then they have to go find the, because he overdosed. Oh, yeah. I just forget the opening scene is what I mean. I didn't, yeah. I forgot that they showed it. He's the kid who dies at the beginning of 21 Jump Street. Um... And I remember watching it. I mean, I, I was going to love those movies anyways, but I saw him and I was like, oh, Johnny. He's also somebody in Jennifer's Body, which is a movie I love. I think, oh, he's Amanda Seyfried's boyfriend, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well. So pretty impressive career, actually. A lot yes. of classics. And he, um, so when young, when I also said when young Neil came out, when Scott Pilgrim came out, and uh, I was obsessed with him. Then I followed him on Twitter, and he didn't have many followers at that point. So he followed me back. And he followed me back for, like, a few years. <laughs> and the one the one, um, the one, one year I just, I think I DM'd him, and I just said, Hey, I'm a big fan, and it's my birthday. And he just responded, Happy birthday. And then that was the best day of my entire life. <laughs> Um, and I believe, hold on, I have IMDb open, I don't know why I was going to pull it up on my phone. He hasn't acted in two years. Here's the other thing, is he was also in a movie we definitely should do, uh, called Premature. Mm Mm-hmm. What's it about? Or no, I'm sorry, The Late Bloomer. Premature is a different movie I saw. That was also bad. Um, the late bloomer. It's basically like he. Here, um, oh wait! Basically, I've seen this movie's poster on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. He like um, starts puberty like when he's like thirty something. Um, but uh, Camille Nanjiani's in it, so that's fun. And Beck Bennett. And Brittany Snow and J.K. Simmons and Jane Lynch and too many people. <laughs> Ooh, say more names. I'm sure that's everyone's favorite part of this. Is it? Uh, but Johnny... Oh, Jim... Oh, no. Oops. He was also in The Perks of Being a Wallflower. He was also in... Yep, that's what I thought. Evan Almighty... Which, here's a fun fact for you guys. My brother was almost in... Really? Uh-huh. Um, and then Johnny Simmons got the part instead. Wait, 
For that part? <gasps> for that part. Oh my god. So you're telling me Hotel for Dogs was almost the Tyler Moliterno vehicle. Because yes. in this alternate universe, Tyler only gets the roles Johnny would have got anyway. <laughs> well, here's the other thing, is that I can't remember what movie it was, but I know Josh Hutcherson got the part instead. Wow. Was it Journey to the Center of the Earth? Um, maybe. Do you have a year? Do you have an age? I was in fifth grade or younger. It might have been Sathura. No. <gasps> no, I don't think that was it. Was it... Or, or was it... Was it kicking or... and screaming? <laughs> no. Was it Polar no. Express? Oh, no. Was it Howl's Moving Castle? No. Was Are it RV? Also looking at Yes, his... I am. Is it Cirque de Freak, the vampire's assistant? I don't remember what it was. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Was it Hunger Games? No. But that's the thing is, then he kind of, he blew up in Hunger Games and all that stuff. And, um... So every time my, my brother sees him, he's, he's like, that could have been me. So my brother also could have been in Hunger Games. Uh, now I'm imagining Tyler as PETA, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, but that also reminds me, Johnny Simmons was also in uh, the Stanford Prison Experiment, which, if you look at the cast, it almost looks like I just casted it myself. <laughs> really? there's just so many people I love in it. Um, and also the to-do list. Which was an Aubrey Plaza movie that also starred him, Johnny Simmons, Donald Glover, Andy Samberg, and a bunch of other people that Bill Hader. So another another movie that it seems like I casted it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um that's Johnny Simmons and I love him. He's great. I don't think he counts as our one star though. He doesn't, but he's mine. <laughs> I don't care what you guys think. He's mine. Uh, he's my one star. Honestly, I'm about to make mine Yvette Nicole Brown. Yes, Yvette. <laughs> Who is just in a scene. That's very telling of its time, I think, because I feel like now she definitely would not have done that. Uh, I still actually think that she does do random cameos like that. It was such a weird cameo. Was she was she like a thing when this came out? I'm going to double check. This came out when did this? 2009. 2009. I feel like at least Drake and Josh had been established by then. Yeah, Drake and Josh was over. So she was probably breaking into her other roles. But she she was at least known with the kids. Then we can say for certain. Yes. So that makes Which it. Which is probably why they put her in here, you think? I don't know. It feels. But like, why wouldn't they have made her like Don Cheadle's wife then? Why just a girl that. A woman that calls the police once and then never shows up again? I don't know. It's a, it's a waste of you at Nicole Brown. Maybe she just like owed the director a favor, something like that. Maybe. Maybe just, honestly, I think it has to do with the fact that 
it's a Nickelodeon movie, and they probably just told her to be in this movie. Just had her in their pocket? They Yeah, because they, they probably had her on contract still, because after this, she still did a Drake and Josh movie, like a TV movie, and an episode on Victorious. So I think they probably just kind of... It could have been a favorite thing. It also could have been like a, hey, do this movie. You only have to show up for an hour. I'll buy into that. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Just that it was a Nickelodeon movie and, and she was still probably on their payroll. She was in Avengers Endgame? She, yes. She was. And it's just a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, but I'm just trying to remember yeah. her. In she it. was... um. I think when they went back in time, she was, like, someone who worked... I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a scene where they were, like, in an elevator together. Like, with Robert Downey Jr. Because I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I would have remembered that because it definitely would have been the highlight of the movie for me. If, I remember if she pops seeing out. her. I remember being excited that she was there. Damn it. But this, this movie also has Lisa Kudrow. Um... Jake T. Austin from Wizards of Waverly Place fame. And uh, Don Cheadle. Aforementioned Don Cheadle. Yeah. A lot of, like, random people that I... A surprising cast. Oh, and you also want to know a fun fact, because this movie's showing up, uh, like, more like this, Nancy Drew. Uh, But we saw a pre-screening of Nancy Drew before it came out. (laughs) Like a test, we were like a test audience. Oh, that's fun. I, I I would love to do that because I think I would be very critical. We also, I think I've said this before, but I also was in the test audience for Barnyard. <laughs> yeah, you did say that one. So we're going to blame you for that. Yeah. Guys, it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was. Like, I remember distinctly, like, I was definitely only, like, maybe in fourth or fifth grade. I definitely was not in fifth grade yet. I was in elementary school, and I remember being like, yo, this ending doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> oh, and the, the the one friend is the voice of Penny Proud in the Proud family. Oh. You know, I thought she looked familiar, but, like, in a weird way, like, not, and not the, in, like, a... And the way her voice was familiar. Exactly. In a way where it's like, I can't tell why I know this person, and I also don't think I know this person from, like, a normal acting role. <laughs> um, so do you want to get into some trivia, even though we've been talking for, like, 20 minutes? <laughs> oh, and the other kid is the guy from the Goldbergs, the one son. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So we, we've got, uh, we've got, again, a pretty... Stacked cast. I would say C-list cast. Maybe Emma Roberts yes. moved up, Don Cheadle wa- and Lisa Kudrow wavering the rest C list. Yeah. Um. So there are over seventy dogs in this movie. That's the thing. I couldn't even if this movie was the worst. I couldn't hate it because I I think the dogs are so cute. Yeah, it's the good movie to good boy ratio. <laughs> Where the more good boys you have, the worse the movie's allowed to be without me getting mad because there's just so many dogs. Yeah. And, like, every time I would start getting bored, I'm like, oh, but, oh, boy, is that a cute fluffer. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
They're very adorable. So I can't even be upset about really anything that happens. Because there are just so many good dog actors, too. (laughs) And, like, definitely... Uh, I don't know how to like. They're all different breeds and different kinds, which was fun and mm-hmm. adorable. Ador- you got some mutts. It. You get some pure breeds. They were all really talented. Had they were so like talented. had emotion in their face and everything. A lot of them did, and it was kind of like unnerving. <laughs> the main good boy, real good boy, such a good boy. Friday, mm-hmm. Friday, that's talent. Um. But also several of them, they're all rescued, or actually it says many were rescued from the pound, and a lot of them were adopted by crew members. Oh, that makes me so happy. So that's very cute. Um, Something, an annoying trivia fact is that the actors found the film challenging because the dog trainers were constantly jumping and whistling and shouting instructions to the dog (laughs) just outside the frame. But it's like, they're good boys. Leave them... Of course they need to be told what to do, though. That's truly chaotic. And I'm surprised... <laughs> that would probably be, like, so much. I'm surprised it turned out to get all these dogs to, like... if the Even if the... Especially since the dogs, they if they just picked them right from shelters and got them that well-trained that quickly, that's really impressive, too. Yeah. And especially probably, like, every... Well, they all trained for about two to three months. I've, um, I, I've had my dog for five years... And he still does not listen to me. My dog was, we had her for 14 and she never learned any trick except for high five and pound it. I'm not certain my dog knows his name. (laughs) Oh, Because I'll say it and I'll get nothing in return sometimes. Um, We actually, we accidentally trained our dog that um, when you go outside you get a treat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. he, he he knows when we say home go home that means go to his cage he's got that Aww, down. but other than that's that that's cute sure. yeah he likes it it's just like he i think he likes to be like smothered a little bit so he like it's like putting a blanket on for him yeah like an anxiety blanket yeah our dog because we, we kept giving her treats to go outside so then it got to the point where she would want to go outside just to get a treat <laughs> Aww. And also, we accidentally trained her to, like, because we gave our favorite trick to do with her was high five. Mm-hmm. So, she just learned that if you lift your paw up and hit something, <laughs> you get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you were just sitting there, she would just start pawing at your knees or something if she wanted to treat or she wanted to go outside. What or a baby. Her f- or, like, what she did all the time was she would do that to the door, like, to go outside. She would always, she would just, like, scratch the shit out of the door. What a good Cause girl. Because she was, like, it's, like, because she was, she learned that that was that motion, giving a high five. Mm-hmm. But she didn't realize that, no, that's only to hands. <laughs> I love that. Not just anything. Anytime you want something, then you just hit it. <laughs> she was also scared of wooden floors. She was very cute. And also... Would have been a very interesting case study. <laughs> oh, our our like entire house has wood floors, and Wes just doesn't have traction. Aww. Otherwise, so he'll it, he like whenever he goes on his puppy runs, which he's five, <laughs> he should stop. But he'll like just circle on the carpet in the living room, and so if he if he's he's dangerous when he's doing that. So we just move to the wood floor, 
and we're all safe because we know he can't hurt us when on the wood floor because <laughs> he'll just fall. We got tile and wood floor. Lady wouldn't be able to walk on it. So we literally had to have like three or four rugs creating like a trail for her to walk. And I'm not even kidding. And also it got to the point where like we knew like she could be fine walking and she just like she would just sit there and wait for you to put a rug. But if you weren't paying attention and she wanted in the other room, she would just walk like over it. So it was like, we know that you can do it. You just like want the attention of like, no, bring me my rug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she was cute. I miss her. Aw. Speaking of my dog, I mm. just made him an Instagram. It's yes at the Wessy Boy, spelled T H E W E S S Y B O Y, and you should follow it because he is freaking adorable. He is just so cute. Yeah, sorry, an early promo, but a necessary promo. I think it's on topic. I just want to quickly wrap up. We'll go. I don't. I can't imagine. Like it will take long to get through this movie. I because I truly have almost more good things to say than bad things. Yeah. So it'll be fast. But I I just want to say that nearly it says nearly eighty different boys auditioned for uh, Jake T. Austin's role. They gave it to the real talent. I have to say it. Yeah, and uh, Emma Roberts. Uh, that in one of the behind the scenes features she trips and falls while shooting you know when they're running away from the, sh- the shelter and she was run over and trampled by all the dogs Aww, that is <laughs> she honest. Did, it says she was unhurt although she had paw prints all over her I want that to happen to me that is heaven <laughs> that sounds amazing um, and also two, the first two dogs to be named except for Friday are called Lenny and Georgia which is um, this IMDb person uh, likes to think that that is an homage to Of Mice and Men, Lenny and George. But I don't get the point of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. I knew it would be like some sort of thing, reference or something, because I was like, those are dumb fucking dog names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... It's yeah. It says it's an homage to *Of Mice and Men*, but I don't get why because he is accidentally kills animals. So <laughs> weird choice. <laughs> and also, none of the males ever stepped in dog poop. So is this movie sexist? I think so. Only the girls stepped in dog. What, poop. What, what's it trying to say? What's the message? Girls ain't shit. <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe it's like some sort of like gay man who is so disgusted by women, where is, or that also has a foot fetish, and he's so disgusted by women's feet that he had women's feet go into said dog shit to make a point. Thoughts? I think you nailed it. <laughs> And we're not going to dive deeper than that. Um, So, yeah, this is a DreamWorks and Nickelodeon movie. Um, My first note was about the credit scene. It just says, those birds are not dogs. (laughs) The credit scene was here because it really had nothing to do with the movie, and it felt like a, a whole different one. It was definitely awful. 
Um, it got to the point where I went to send you a Snapchat video of me watching it, but I had to wait because... Or no, I didn't even wait, but I, I literally had to say, like, this is Hotel for Dogs because, like, you would not be able to tell. <laughs> there was, like, it was weirdly, like, half animated, half... I don't... It just... Because it, it was, like, the conceit, as it turned out at the end of the credits, was it was, like, a storefront mannequin display. But... Oh. You never go back to the <laughs> store, so I don't get why the whole thing existed in the first place. And the store wasn't even a big plot point. I know. It was real weird. It wasn't like an exposition device, but that's it. Super strange. Um, and then we're introduced to Friday, who's a very good boy. Um, he, very soft he looking. Is... Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I might just be silent this whole review and just comment on the dog quality when you bring up a new dog. <laughs> that's fair. I think that's the role I should play. Um, so Friday escapes, and he can smell everything, and then he finds, uh, the one character, the, the one guy from Sydney White, um, that Amanda Bynes movie. <laughs> uh, she, he's eating a hot dog, and Friday saw him, uh, even though he was, like, I don't know, two miles away, he smelled that sandwich that he was about to eat, and <laughs> yeah, then... Yeah, the, the smell-o-vision. <laughs> I think... Friday is magic. <laughs> also, is the hotel magic? We'll get there. I don't know. One of them is magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he could he, he could smell it, and then he kind of like tricks Friday by like going to give him the sandwich, and then he pulls it back, and then a bus comes after Friday gives a look like meanie. Uh, this bus goes by and just covers him with like muddy street water, and then. Friday takes the sandwich, and that's that was my first instance of being like, does Friday have magical powers? <laughs> Did he bring that bus? <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, they started playing, like, this background music that sounded... So, like, I've definitely heard it before. Like, it's been in another movie. Which, I, I don't remember the song, honestly. It was just, like, the, the this, like, magical music, like... It felt like it was an up or frozen or just find it, a find a copyright free way to sing it to me. I don't remember what it was. I would have to play the movie again. What did I just say about copyright? Well, no, I don't remember what it sounded like. It just sounded like very like magical, you know, Disney Channel. Even though this is Nickelodeon music. um oh well (laughs) and so then basically we're introduced to jt austin and uh emma roberts who are brothers and sisters (laughs) who are brother and sister and are pawning a rock that they put an old cell phone box in Saran Rapid to look new uh, to get money because they are uh, foster kids. Hey, here's so. here's my question: Why why are they living with them? I get it's two stay together, but it, one visit from Don Cheadle to this apartment should, and as a professional social worker, should immediately make it clear they need to leave. Yeah, and, like, the food they get is, like, slop. 
like, I don't know how you could see, like, their living situation. Also, like, it didn't even really look like they had a room. <laughs> like, they shared a room, which was just the living room with a bed in it. I don't know how that was, like, an acceptable living situation, but... I'm not 100% sure either. And, like, New York City, they're two wannabe musicians. Where's this income coming from? Because this was a big apartment. It was a huge apartment. Um, But I also want to bring up the fact that I don't know where this movie takes place because I thought it was New York, but all of the license plates looked different. And at one point, you can clearly see a license plate, but it's from Wisconsin. Maybe it was like one of those where, like, we're going to make it feel like New York, but we're just not going to set it anywhere. Or, and then the one IMDb trivia fact says it's set, the name of the city is the same uh, of the setting of The Flash. So I don't know what that has to do with anything. Uh, Central City. Is what it's called. Okay. But there's very clearly a Wisconsin uh, license plate. So I don't know. But anyways. Here's my question. Large city. Here's I'm going to throw out my favorite phase. Does it matter? Does anything matter? Something along that line. Nope. <laughs> Do we matter? Does this podcast matter? It definitely doesn't. All knows. Here's a yes, though. Do dogs matter? Absolutely. Yes, the one thing that does. Does, Uh, But anyways. Does giving them sustainable housing matter? Apparently more than humans. Yeah, the the dogs are definitely treated better than the foster kids, which is... Or I'm thinking about, like, these dogs have it better than, like, homeless people in New York City. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know what that could say. I don't know what to say about it's it. It's saying <laughs> a lot, and and like this movie has like a very dark undertone. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. You know what I mean? Like a lot of one, the uh, animal control is like actively trying to kill all the dogs. Like they want to kill the dogs. Uh. And then the foster parents, like, hate them, and even the new homes they go to are awful, and the foster... I mean, the foster care system's not great anyways, um, but it's a lot about that, and it's just very dark. Yeah, very much so. You don't know what happened to their parents. You can just assume that they died. Mm-hmm. Which, why not... What if it was, like... A cat-related death, you know? Give us some interesting backstory on why they're so pro-dogs, you know? Yeah. Did Friday murder the parents? (laughs) (laughs) Then why would they take care of them? I don't know. Or maybe what if it was, like, one of Jake T. Austin's inventions gone wrong? And it's really like he's feeling that guilt. And so he channels his energy into dogs to, like, sort of create a second personality, whereas he does not have to deal with his own trauma. I think, once again, you nailed it on the head, and we're not going to dive any deeper into it. These are the kind of (laughs) themes I'm looking for in a children's movie. Um, 
another fun thing is I'm pretty sure because uh, the home that Lisa Kudra lives in, I'm almost positive, is like very clearly designed after the Friends kitchen. It, it had vibes. It, it was like enough. It didn't look exactly like it, but it definitely looked enough like it that it made me immediately think of it. I uh, think it's the blue. The blue was a very intentional choice. Yeah. And then they're they're trying to get Friday and Friday had gotten uh lost. And they said, "It's meal time. He can hear it on the moon." Cuz that was Friday's personality trait is that he's very hungry. Me too. Hey. Hey. I um, I even lost the spirit on that one at the end. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, do you think he went into this very large abandoned building? Let's try it. <laughs> like, I don't know why. That was like he, <laughs> that he was did weird. go in that large abandoned building. But I don't know why that would have been your first thought to look for. And him. I don't know why Emma Watson was like, Emma Watson, what? <sighs> Emma Roberts she showed up. had like a weird moment where she was like, no, not that hotel. Like, yeah, I was like, well, what's so... Maybe their parents died there. Did their parents own the hotel? I don't know, but there, it seemed to be like hints that there was some connection and some sort of haunting or magic going on with the hotel. But it was, yeah, like, the, it's like it, they cut it from the script, but they couldn't cut everything. Yeah, because they already filmed it, but like the lights turn on when they walk in and like, it's definitely magic. Yeah. And then we're introduced to Johnny Simmons, who works at a pet store, and the other Penny is her name? Penny? Was it Penny? Who? The other girl. No, Heather. Heather? She played Penny Penny Proud. Oh. (laughs) Heather um, is weirdly, like, talking, like, it made it seem like trying to set up that she liked Johnny Simmons? Question mark? Didn't fully believe it. No. Um, and then they kind of cut away like mid-sentence for like that weird scene. And then Emma Roberts sees him and she likes him a lot because he's a generic white boy in a teen movie. Um, There's nothing more gorgeous. Exactly. And she starts to lie about how she's uh i don't know if she starts lying to him now but she does later but anyways uh they find friday because he got picked up by animal control and he just like like tossed the dog in the kennel like fully like threw the dog into the kennel here here's did you think the one animal control guy sort of looked like brad leone yeah, maybe that was it. I kept spending the whole entire time looking at him because he looked so familiar. I'm, I think he's been in other things too, but he gave me um, a little Brad Leone vibes. Just visually, Brad Leone is an angel on earth. Yes. Should should we quickly go through yes, who that is? Because I think it's a, it's official recommendation. Of... I also thought he was he was named Brad Leone. Uh, maybe I don't know. You speak. Um, You're the he, Italian this... one. This uh, actor was in, he's um, in Drunk History a lot. Okay, that's probably where I recognize him. So that's him. why. Okay, so yeah. Brad Leone is one member of the Bon, bon Appetit Test Kitchen, which has their own YouTube channel. And it is 
one of the most joyous places on earth. He's just, it's like, he's like a new section of, of the, like the map where he's like chaotic wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> very chaotic like, good, but even Definitely more so. chaotic. Like very chaotic. <laughs> the most chaotic and the most good. <laughs> yeah. Like he just brings just pure joy and also just like pure chaos. <laughs> I that's what I I'm pretty sure that's what I sent when I sent you the first video. I literally just said I was like, look, this is just like the epitome of chaotic good and you need to watch it. Yeah. Cause I had only seen a gourmet makes up until that point, and then you introduced me to It's Alive with Brad. And that changed my life in a big way. It's just so good. I recommend it. And also, we recommend me and Tyler, and actually my whole entire family, um, we all would kill to protect Molly. <laughs> Molly from the test kitchen. I'm trying to remember which one that is. She the blonde one. Yes. I know. I I see. I'm uh, I'm a Claire Stan. That's f- fine. I don't. I'm not pinning any of them against each other. Oh, I love them all. But if anyone tries to hurt Molly. <laughs> I love that your My parents entire... love it, too. Oh, we're all in love with Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and we will, if anyone attempts to hurt her, we will find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pure place, much like dogs. Speaking of dogs, Brad is the definition of a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a purely good place, lots of entertainment. So many videos. Highly recommend. Yes. So, moving on. The shelter is just straight up a murder house. Like, they have a 72-hour policy, and they're like, so check for your dog every day. It's it's, um, in, it's insane to me. It's it, who... I don't think they... It, it's just not realistic to have someone who enjoys murdering dogs so much. No, yeah, it's like they're actively trying they're like didn't want to give the dog to bruce <laughs> and hmm what's her name emma what's her character name um andy i i almost said her character name was orphan because it said orphan andy <laughs> <laughs> oh that's <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bruce and Andy, they wouldn't give Friday back to them because I'm pretty sure they just wanted to murder the dog. Which is truly wild. Um, and then, I don't remember what happened, but I did write down, is this dog magic again? And then I wrote down, how did those hotel lights just come on? That's, that was the moment where I was like, is this magic? (laughs) What's going on? And then, um... I just wrote he's pushy because there's this weird scene with Johnny Simmons, who I don't remember his character name, and Andy. Um, and they keep Dave. weirdly talking. Dave would not have guessed that. And uh, they're talking about how um, he likes pushy or something like that. And then he pushes her to uh, take three of the dogs that the shelter had for some reason. Not the shelter, but the... Uh, the pet store because she keeps lying to him that uh she uh she's just trying to hide the fact that she's in in foster care yeah which i don't but she's lying about a lot of extra things i yeah i i don't even get why she has to lie about being in foster care yeah if you just don't want to bring it up just don't bring it up 
but like she came up with so many other lies. It's like it feels like they realize in like these kind of sort of rom com situa- situations, typically someone's lying, and so they're like, "Fuck, we need a lie." I think that's essentially the whole reason why they <laughs> had this whole backstory. Because like, if if she told the truth and like he wasn't into her because of the truth, he's just a shitty guy. Yeah, he's a complete piece of shit. <laughs> um, but then she stops lying and is like, "Oh, uh, by the way, I'm keeping all these dogs in this shitty old hotel." <laughs> like, I don't know why that's where she drew the line. We're like, "Oh, I'll tell the truth about this." It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't even know what it's like. <laughs> I just don't and understand then, a lot of this plot. I don't either, and it's just best not to think about. That's it too the much. We- that's the weakest part of the movie is like a lot of actions they do, and the logic doesn't fully make sense. Mm-mm. My next note is what eleven year old is f- named fucking Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> only only full grown buff men can be named Bruce. Yes. And also they they got the fountain in the hotel working, but like for what reason? Why why <laughs> is this Here's why is it still getting water and power this hotel? Yeah. Cuz it's magic. It, no one's paying for it. No, it, no one's paying for the electricity. No one's paying for the water. No one's paying for the assumed gas and heat. I believe they're just stealing large quantities of dog food from their own workplace. I think he said that he was donating it because he gets a discount. But it's still like that's a lot. It's still a lot. It's still like 40 to 50 dogs worth of food. Yeah. And um, so basically Bruce just sets up all of these things to have like the dogs shit in a little bag and then it gets thrown out into a dumpster. It, but don't forget, it gets like have to... heated and saran wrapped first. Oh yeah, you have to do that, obviously. <laughs> and then also automated like all of these things like uh, a doorbell ringer and a ball thrower. Oh yeah, that is, and... is Jake D. Austin the smartest person in this universe? Because I think he might be. I think absolutely. This this kid would get adopted by, like, some rich family who's only going after, like, special kids to, like, make them more successful. He would be, like, a hot commodity. Yeah. Like, do you see what this kid built in, like, a day? (laughs) Truly amazing inventions. That's what I wrote in my notes. This little boy is a genius. Okay, this is something... Wait, maybe Friday is God. Sorry, I had a theory. Okay. So Friday magically runs the hotel through, because that's how they got water power, how the lights just kind of came on when no one turned them on to lure them in, gets them out of all these sticky situations, can telepathically lead dogs wherever Friday goes against their own instinct, because for some reason the dogs decide to follow Friday instead of the meat truck. Yeah, in what world? <laughs> so, in my theory, Friday is God and is helping these two little orphans because, I don't know, it, God doesn't feel like stopping global warming and decides to work on a small scale now. I'm pretending your blowed nose is a laugh at my joke. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my theory for this movie. What do you think? 
Honestly, I think you're onto something. And hotel for dogs, if you anagram that round around, that spells out heaven. <laughs> it's hotel for gods. <laughs> oh, that's dogs backwards. Yeah, that's. I was waiting for you to. You do not edit out that pause. <laughs> That was that was how long it took Quinn to understand that. Woo! Um, <laughs> I'm a little dumb dumb. That is not the first time you've said that on this podcast, and it sure as hell won't be the last. Anyways, um, so he makes like a different system for peeing and a different system for pooping, but like, how do the dogs know the difference? That is a wonderful question because. My, when I take my dog for a walk, going back to how he sucks, oh, I love him, nice. but he's just, he's not a good boy a lot of the time. Aww. Um, he'll, like, poop as we walk. So there's, it's, we're not in one nice clump. It's very spread out. Sometimes I don't even notice he's pooping because he doesn't stop. There's no break in the walking. He's like a horse. <laughs> no, really, there's no break in the walking. So I don't realize he's pooping until we, like, turn around on the way back. And I'm like, oh, my God, did Wes do that? Because <laughs> it's just in the middle of the sidewalk. And then same with peeing. He will, like, pee a little. He'll at least lift his leg up for that. So at least he's not stopping. But he'll only pee a little. And then he'll move, pee a little more. Until he's, like, covered a whole block with urine. <laughs> he, and he doesn't think... like to pee on grass. He really likes to pee on curbs, specifically. <laughs> I think that's a marking thing. But why just the curbs? That one I don't know. I... But, like, the spreading it out, I think it's marking. I think he's drawing. <laughs> yeah, he wants to see it. <laughs> Oh, what a weirdo. I love him. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, oh, and then... But that, that's... That's the the interesting part about this movie. Is that, yeah, Jake T. Austin builds, like, all of these, like, ridiculously, you know, technical, technological advances and, and all this stuff. And um, how do all of these stray dogs know how to use it? Good, yeah, we, I, they're, like too well-trained that's just because they're professionals though but it's like actually never mind it fits into my friday is god theory you're right yeah he just yeah honestly that answers every issue with this movie every plot hole is fixed by friday is god yeah because even then there's parts where he just barks at them and tells them it's dinner time Mm Hmm. like how that's not how dog communication works Maybe. I don't know. I don't speak dog. You're right. I don't need... I, I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, my next note is... This just took a disturbing turn because... The kid who worked for Yvette Nicole Brown decides to join. And is just... Ridiculously sexist out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like, which one you got? Because I want some women. He was like... He pulls Johnny Simmons aside. He's like, those are two fine-looking hot women. That's a quote. He, he, no, he, he goes, 
This might be a hotel for dogs, but I'm here for some cat. Oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) I feel like that would, that's, I feel like that's in like a deleted scene. (laughs) Yeah, this 11 year old was like, I got a joke. I'm going to improv a little bit. (laughs) But he literally says, like, you can't date them both. It was like, which one do you have dibs on? And Johnny Simmons being like the good little boy he is, (laughs) is like, um, I don't. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, he goes and hits on the voice of Penny. I don't remember her name again. Heather. Heather. Come on, it's Heather. And then um, he, she says, she tells him that he's on poop do- duty, but they already automated that, so I don't know what he's even supposed maybe to do. Maybe he's just got to, like, reload the bags. Or maybe even just, like, find the, the stray poos. By the way, this is a huge waste of plastic, this poop system, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, just have it, I don't know, dump out. <laughs> yeah, just, like, the same conveyor belt. I, I guess maybe it's suspicious they're trying to hide the smell. Because if the oh, conveyor belt was just full of shit. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Well, I, it doesn't have to be individually bagged then. You know, you could like do a few. F- like a porter potty type situation. Yeah, exactly. Wait till, get use larger bags, wait for a few loads, and then saran wrap it. Not, I don't know. What's it called? Shrink wrap? That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then they decided they should get more dogs. (laughs) Never a bad decision. No. But then they have, like, a, they somehow get, like, a police channel that is just about stray dogs. Honestly, my favorite part of the movie was the dog heists. I'll be honest. They were very good. Um, and that's why I put these stray dogs are so well behaved. Did you recognize any of these dogs? No. They were, we had some famous dog actors. Did we? Yeah, I forget. I'm looking up one of them. Because I I read them on Letterboxd when I wrote my review at Rinquite. But, um, the the three-legged dog was Champion from Parks and Rec. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, Champion. Yeah! So that's a fun little cameo. I'm going to try to find... Well, that's actually my next note, because there's... They they steal the most dogs by breaking into the animal control van, and they put, like, a plank of wood in between their van and the animal control van, and they just have them, like, run over the plank. And then the three-legged dog walks up, and they're like, you can do it. It's like, just pick him up. I, I got I got a little teary-eyed when the dog believed in itself to cross the plank. It was really you're, beautiful. You're right. It was very sweet. But also, it was like, come on, just pick him up. Don't make him. You guys are on a time crunch. He doesn't want to do it. Just pick him up. Uh, um, I can't find it, but I know at least one of these other dogs has another famous role because maybe we're, let's make champion the dog the one star of this movie okay we have that power <laughs> yeah and then i i wrote i hate this dog date oh i that's the that's the one thing 
Every fucking dog movie decides, we need to make sure these dogs are real heterosexual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's always the poodles. The poodles are always the sluts. (laughs) The poodles are the hottest dogs. Obviously. Uh, According to Hollywood, people should be fucking poodles. (laughs) (laughs) Every dog wants to fuck a poodle, if we've learned anything from Hollywood. But... They have the dogs literally like make out. Yeah, like I literally, hate it. I absolutely hate it. Dogs just ex- only fuck to procreate. We don't need them falling in love. Love between dogs is more of a like a human kind of thing where they need attachment. They do not need romantic love. No, Ugh. they can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> All these dogs are friends. They have the same relationship with everybody. They're all friendly. They're all nice, good dogs. But I do not want to think about them fucking. <laughs> but, like, passionately. <laughs> yeah. But, like, not fucking. They are make. I don't want to think about them making love. No. And, like, licking each other's tongues. And it happens twice. And it's honestly the by far worst part of this movie. Yeah. I, and it's... It just happens in every single dog movie. And it's like, you don't need to force emotions onto these dogs. No. Just have them run around, be good boys, everyone's thrilled. Yeah, we love it. But speaking of dog friendships, do you want to hear a cute little story? I do. But it's also sad. (laughs) As all good stories. Uh, No, my dog loved she was a border collie mix so running around and stuff is stuff that she like absolutely loved Mm -hmm. so she would escape a lot and then just run around (laughs) and she would always come back but she was like i gotta go run around the entire neighborhood real quick and we're like all right see you later um (laughs) but whenever she would um and we needed to get her back we would call my aunt and she would bring her dog chaos over I love that name. That is a yeah. great dog name. He's ve- He was very cute. He was like a mixed pot of dog breeds. <laughs> <laughs> but they were best friends. And whenever he would come over, he would we would just let him loose and he would go get her and bring her home. Like almost like he would like bark at her and be like, "Stop it!" <laughs> and then they would come home and like they were best friends and she listened to him. There was also our neighbor's dog Buddy. Um, he could also get her to come home too, but Chaos was her best friend. And Aww. when she was, uh, we it was like the day we were going to put her down because she was getting very very sick. I went to say goodbye to her because I actually went to work that day. <laughs> And I was saying goodbye to her, and she, like, wasn't really, like, she was, like, gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wasn't looking up, wasn't, she didn't even care that I walked out to, like, say bye to her. Aww. Like, she, I, she like, kept her head on the ground, like, didn't move until I said, are you ready to go see Chaos? Because he died, like, a few years prior. And she literally, like, sat her head up immediately. Aww. Because I said, because I said, are you ready to see Chaos? And I was like, oh, <laughs> Um, oh so it, it just made me like cry even harder, but I don't know. It was like, oh, she's ready to see chaos. Like it almost like helped, That's... but isn't that sweet? My heart 
was just ripped from my chest. <laughs> I know. I told I you. I don't it's think a... I can do this podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm very sad. <laughs> but like they're together again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. But it like it honestly helped because I was like, oh, she's ready to see chaos again. They because they were best friends. That's aww. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. <laughs> Back to this movie. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, here. All the main dog played Friday. He was also in Ready, Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> what? That's got us. Does that get us back on track? It does get us back on track. Perfect. <laughs> Where were we? I don't know. Somewhere. A lot of nothing happens in this movie. A lot of it is literally just, like, dogs doing things. Which, again, not complaining that much. Plot-wise, though, kind of gets uninteresting. Yeah. Oh, basically... Should we just skip to the end? Like, I think I am at the end, Where, where the plot finally starts again. So, basically... It's, it's literally a good 30 minutes of just taking care of dogs. Yeah. Um, but basically... Johnny Simmons finally asks her out on a date to, like, a party so she can meet people she's going to go to high school with. And then he finds out that she has foster parents. And, like, she's acting like it's, like, this horrible, like, like she's done a horrible thing. <laughs> and, um... Oh, yeah. That, that, hold on, that dress? Horrid. <laughs> absolutely disgusting just so ugly if you're picking a dress out of an abandoned hotel closet and you're like this will fit in with the modern kids <laughs> no it was, literally, it was almost like a sports bra and then like a giant puffy skirt yeah it was it was bad and then she like before anyone can even react to this news she runs away and like runs into a plate of food that pours on her i I thought it was, I guess in my mind it was wine, but now like thinking about it, it was definitely a high school party and this <laughs> is like a kid's movie, punch. so they wouldn't actually be drinking wine. <laughs> no, because she's supposed to be 16. Or meanwhile, the food process thing that they had where they would all sit at a very long table and then this automated process would like dish them out food, it breaks and it takes these dogs literally like... Point two seconds to just freak the fuck out. <laughs> they start tearing shit apart and all this stuff. Uh, also, this is something I want to I want to bring up because this is also a fact that I saw. But um, because the way that the the dinner thing works is that they all sit on at a table, a very long table, and um, basically they're dished out food. It's on like a conveyor belt system, and they had the tr- the one dog. They had to, like, train, like, really hard because he kept eating all of the food that went by him. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a dog. <laughs> That's He sees food, he gonna eat it. It's really amazing, though, just how quickly all these, like, seemingly perfectly trained dogs just descend into chaos. I <laughs> know. It's like, pick one. Either they're, like, ridiculously well-behaved or, like, they're menaces. <laughs> Maybe it was because... Friday, a.k.a. God, um, was also angry, so he stopped controlling them. Maybe this is, like, where the reference to Of Mice and Men comes in. 
Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Because um, it really, it really turned into you know that kind of situation where it's the strongest will survive. <laughs> um. Well, at at the same time that this is happening, Ma- uh, I almost want to call him Max. <laughs> what What are you trying to his, say? I was trying to talk about Bruce, but Max is his character name in Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so Max did this. I was like, oh wait, not uh, not the name, but the foster parents are mad at him for stealing something, and they realize that he stole a bunch of stuff from him from them for the automating the processes and stuff. And, um, so he can't get to the hotel to fix it. Yeah, I know they're supposed to be villains, but, like, they were kind of right to be upset there. (laughs) Yeah. And then I just have cops breaking it up. Oh, cops broke up, like, the hotel and all this stuff. And then... I'll say it, this movie's anti-cop. We love to see it. We do love (laughs) to see it. (laughs) And then, you don't see it a lot, especially in a movie this old. (laughs) But you know, it's 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 good to see such advanced leftist politics coming from Hotel for Dogs. <laughs> That's these cops are totally cool arresting an eleven and sixteen year old. I know, putting them like in actual cuffs for taking from their foster parents. I don't know. That is, seems like a lot. Yeah, and. uh Here's, like, a weird thing is that so much happens in this time span where Emma Roberts Emma Roberts runs back to the hotel. She sees Bruce. She helps out. The cops come. The foster parents are mad. And then she gets arrested. All of this happens even though Johnny Simmons ran after her immediately in the party. And yet it takes him so much longer to get there that she's, like, literally being put in the back of a cop car. And that's <laughs> when he shows up. Emma Roberts can just bolt. Apparently. Maybe she got on, like, a uh, Segway <laughs> and just rolled her way over there. Maybe, I don't know. keeping with the dog theme, she got in a sled and a team of huskies. She mushroomed <laughs> Oh, and then the light and the sign went out again because they left and it's, a, it's magic. Because God is gone. God is about to be murdered. By cops. I mean, yeah. could you get more powerful? Yeah. And then the, the kids, Bruce and Andy get split up into different foster homes that are also bad. And all of the dogs are put in the kill shelter to be murdered soon. Um, I, 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 I genuinely, I know that's like a thing, I guess, that actually exists, but I just can't comprehend it. It is. Kill shelters, like, in general? Yeah. But also, like, there's no way they're like, we're gonna kill every dog. (laughs) We're actively looking for dogs so that we can kill them? No, that's not a thing. Yeah. It's more of, like, we keep dogs until we can no longer kill. Like, we can no longer keep them. Then they put them down. But it's not, like, a situation like this where they're actively trying to. You know who like, actively kills the dogs in their dog shelters? PETA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, we haven't talked about how much I hate PETA, and so I just really wanted to throw that in there real quick. They are bad. Yeah, PETA's bad. What other charities are bad? Locks of Love, actually. Really? I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. I knew um, Susan G. Komen 
Race for the Cure, bad. Lacks of Love lost $6 million worth of hair in one year. Jesus, how? I don't know, but it wasn't on their taxes, and it was like something fishy was with that. And also, they sell their wigs. So even though you donate your hair, they sell them. And, like, anyone can buy them. Really? Or, like, I don't know if it's anyone can... It's either... It was something like either anyone can buy them or they make the parents buy the wigs. Like, they're not a great charity. So when I don't... So when I don't know... I did a lot of research when I was donating my hair the last time. And I donate to um, children with hair loss. That's my uh, charity of choice for that. Good to know. Who... But please, yeah, let's let's dox a few charities real quick. <laughs> Children with hair loss, I just quick, I guess plug for them is that uh, they they uh, one they're always free. They never make the kid pay for it or their parents pay for it or insurance or anything like that. Um, and also, they give wigs to. Um, kids under 18 that uh, just have alopecia and not necessarily cancer um awesome so i like that as well but not locks of love they're very bad don't do that i was at Su- susan g Komen race for the cure bad charity it's just a business it's not even really a charity the ceo makes so much money the fact is ceo i said that like come on and i my, my dad's a ceo of a nonprofit. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but it's a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, the other, the other one, uh, Autism Speaks supports eugenics. So that's the other bad <laughs> one. Yeah, like they like want to like get rid of autism by like eugenicsing. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So a lot of bad charities. Do your research, guys. Yeah, that's you, why. The re- and it's sad because the reason why I looked into Locks of Love and, and other options was because the only reason why is because Locks of Love didn't take dyed hair and I had dyed hair. And I'm glad that that was the case because I wouldn't have done as much research as I did. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know what's a good charity, though? Hot for dogs. <laughs> Hot for dogs. Actually, no, maybe not because I'm going to get to the ending now. It seems to have become capitalized because it's oh, a it business did become capitalized. now yeah. they're no longer doing it for free they're doing it for little rich bitches probably like paris hilton's going there just dropping off tinkerbell but they were also i don't know if you're paying that close attention but it was also an adoption center okay that's a little so it better. seemed like they still got strays and stuff but they weren't neutering them because they were having a lot of babies <laughs> <laughs> But you can adopt them as well. Okay. That's a little better, but I don't know. Still, I think it lost... The ending was not a happy ending. I think it really, like, lost the spirit of the original Hot for Dogs. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, they're a fa-. Like, the reason the cops came, because they stole all the dogs out of the shelter, and then a bunch of people, and then Friday followed them, or led them to the house instead of following the truck. Uh, and then they went to the hotel, and then the cops came, and then there's a bunch of people, and uh, Don Cheadle decided to adopt them. 
Which I saw coming a mile away. He's like, oh, oh I yeah, just absolutely. don't know what to do with these kids I really like. And I, I know I want kids. And I know I really like these kids, but I just don't know what to do with them. But there's a very funny... So there's a part where, like, all the civilians are yelling, and the cops are yelling, and then the foster parents are yelling, and the animal control people are like, we're just trying to kill these dogs. <laughs> Everyone's yelling. <laughs> and then there's a part where Don Cheadle walks up and goes like, Wait! And everyone, like, quiets down. And they're like, who are you? And he goes, oh, I am character name. Uh, child services. And then there's, like, a pause. And then they all go back. They all ignore him and go back to what they're doing. It was a real good it was, joke. It was very funny. <laughs> and then he reads the book of their backstories, which is impossible for them to have known. I know. Because they, like, just grabbing these dogs everywhere. Yeah, they would just pick them up randomly on the street, and then they were like, these two dogs were never separated. It was like, you don't know that. The other one that was more amazing was like, how the three-legged dog lost its leg. I was like, how? You just grabbed him from a truck. Yeah, they literally just got him from a truck, and yet they they knew that somehow the old owner left them at the vet. Yeah. Like, how do you know that? Also, this is just funny because I wrote, call back to how good Friday is at getting his collar off. Um, But my phone corrected that to capital G, capital F. (laughs) (laughs) To good Friday. And then I wrote, uh, why do these sick fucks enjoy killing the dogs? Oh, Cooper was a bulldog that ate everything. Oh, it was so, such a fluffy little face. And they got, they put the one, like, um, animal control guy in the dog kennel. And then Cooper ate the key because he's a very good boy. Very, very good boy. You know how this um, should have ended with the dogs euthanizing the dog control people? <laughs> that would have been amazing. I, I want to see, like, Georgia, little Georgia come in with, like, a needle in her mouth and just stab Bradley home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Brad. <laughs> but there's a part where he said, we can't let them, Johnny Simmons is like, we can't let them destroy all these innocent dogs. And it's like, destroy, you mean like just straight up kill? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, one of my next note is, God, these dogs are so cute. Uh, and the, um, the little dog parade was fun. Yeah. I would be I have, here for it. Oh uh, yeah, teenage kiss. <laughs> Yeah, that I want some. That's what I love my movies. I also wrote they can't run a hotel. They need to go to high school. And then it shows up. Even they hired the awful foster parents as entertainment for the dogs. That was kind of funny. But like, don't give them money. Yeah, but like, I like the irony of yeah, they get to perform their music and live their dreams. But it's just for dogs. And, like, deep down there is a patheticness to that that I think will slowly grow in their guts. And that's the real punishment. Low and slow, baby. That is true. It is very demeaning for them. Yeah. So, uh, that's the movie. We kind of just sped through the end, but that's fine. But truly, like, not much happens in this movie. It Really, not at all. But... That I can almost kind of recommend it because it is a nice quick watch. A lot of good boys. Well, it's still an hour and forty minutes. Oh, I I put I, 
I put it on double speed at one point. <gasps> you did? I did because I was running late when we were going to record yesterday and I didn't want to make you wait. And so I, I sped through and apparently they talk really slow in this movie because it was on double speed and I could still understand everything everyone was saying. They do talk pretty slow. Yeah. I think that would have probably helped me pay a little bit more attention. Although this was... I. The second time I've seen this movie. I have seen it before. Yeah, so I ended up finishing in like an hour, so I was yeah. good. <laughs> surprising to no one that I've seen this movie before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw it when it came out. I was like, oh yeah, this is my shit. <laughs> well, yeah, you had to like revenge watch it with Tyler. Yeah, obviously. He doesn't hate Johnny Simmons as much as he did hate Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of anger towards him originally. Now he's he's gotten over. It. <laughs> uh, so, how would you fix the movie? I would fix the movie by eliminating the dog romance. Mm-hmm. Avi. Um. Deleting a lot of the human characters. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And just putting a bunch of dogs in a hotel and filming it and then let me, letting me watch what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new movie is just me surrounded by a bunch of dogs. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, no, I, just the the whole like added foster care system and... All that stuff I don't think was necessarily needed. See, I think I, what I would do is I would play... Or you to, like, bring a harder punch or something. Yeah, for sure. I would play into the dogs are magic kind of angle that seems to tickle the ivories with, but doesn't really, like, play the oh, piano. It's, it's, pr- it's present. But I would, like, I would make that the central thing. Yeah. Make Friday God. <laughs> You cowards. (laughs) (laughs) But really just like titles, that's what this one would be. Make Friday God, you cowards. (laughs) Save save like make the message like loving a dog is like the most magical thing that can happen and like make it really like special stuff happens, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Make it real cute like that. Yeah, make it a lot cheesier than than what it is. Because, like, if it wasn't for the sheer quantity of dogs in this movie, it's real generic at the end of the day. It is very generic. And I think the problem with... Because what I brought up with, with the foster care and that whole thing, I think it's just because there's, like... For a movie about a bunch of dogs in a hotel, there's, like, a lot of very high stakes for, like, no reason. Yeah. I think that might be where my problem lies with that. Not the fact that they're, I mean, foster kids. That's, I mean, like, a separate issue. I guess we're supposed to be, like, nervous they'll get separated. But yeah. it seems almost they care more about dogs than they care about each other. Yeah, like, that never seemed to be a big concern to anybody. Even though it was brought up. It was brought but, up, but yeah, it was like, okay. I. And they were separated at one point. Oh, that was weird. They both like go to these strange, strange orphanages. <laughs> one with like all boys who just like, they get one pizza for like 17 kids. It's like, <laughs> go to town. 
They're like, first come, first serve, you little idiots. <laughs> and the other one seemed almost more like a nursing home, but only I with young teen it was girls. Just like a boarding high school. Maybe. Because, like, it, wasn't. It, she, it was supposed to be like she was upset because she's eating lunch with all these bad girls that aren't like her because she's not like most girls. But oh. all the bad girls were doing were like sharing lunch with each other, which is a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, they were friends. They weren't that bad. She if she would have just like joined the conversation. She would have been very happy. So drinking game, drinking game, drink every time. Uh, Friday is gone. <laughs> drink every time a new dog appears. Yeah, that's a good one. And the quick little sip for a new dog. And then for the for the van, just just take a shot because that's too many. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. T- honestly take a sip every time like something happens that's like vaguely magical yeah take a take a nice long gulp every time they step on poo (laughs) (laughs) it's only three times so it's fine i've waterfall for the whole dog parade near the end yes that's very good Hmm. maybe what's what's is there like some sort of dog themed drink water just drink, drink water dog, during this movie guys hydrate yourselves hydrate um i don't really know what else for a drinking game there would even be yeah i don't know honestly i anytime like bruce invents something that is like not really possible yeah. <laughs> Especially anytime for an 11 year old to come up with anytime dog god gave bruce super intelligent powers yeah every time like one of these dogs does something that a, na- a normal dog would never do I, i'm pro- i would probably just end up saying though like this isn't really a drink to watch movie like i'm not gonna, i'm not saying don't watch it i think it's fun but yeah. it's not a drink watch is there any state of mind that you would recommend it i for? um either your dog your dog just died Watch this I movie. Think I, would, I don't think I could handle it. Watch this movie while you're in mourning. Maybe. Um. So what do you rate it? Is that all of our uh, things? I think so, yeah. Who knows? So what do you rate it? I'm going to give this a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think it's really no, not many that, not that many crimes were committed against filmmaking you know there was plenty of actually lots of crimes committed in the movie (laughs) yeah a lot of actual crimes but you know like it's perfectly fine it's it's just got a lot of good voice i can't be mad i know i was gonna say three stars primarily for the good boys yeah um but also it's still boring a lot of the time it is but it also has johnny simmons so gets a little bit who is dead now or something because he hasn't acted in a while i don't know like why maybe where you at j sims yeah his last his last role is in canceled netflix series girl boss i don't know what happened to him he's not even on like social media either not anymore no he unfollowed you yeah, once he like at 
kind of famous, he unfollowed me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, then he deleted it now, so it doesn't But matter. also, I could see myself pulling a similar stunt. Not to me, you specifically, personally. but I there would definitely be some cuts made. Yeah, I I have a few people in mind already. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, um, so do you you do recommend people watch this movie? Yeah. Oh, but only when you're mourning a dog. <laughs> That's my official recommendation. Because Marley and Me's too sad. I can't think yeah. of any other dog movies at the moment. Lady and the Tramp is too horny. <laughs> this is the dog movie that'll give you a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. I feel like that's probably accurate. Because I can't think of any dog movies that aren't sad <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> I almost went... Oh well, there is all dogs go to heaven, and then I was like, "Oh, it's that, in no the mind. title." All dead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, it's not a it's not a bad watch. Um, do you recommend any movies um to watch? Um. Uh, this. Yeah, I'll 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 continue with my theme of a uh, dog movie for every mood. Mm-hmm. So we've got. If you want to feel sad, Marley and me. If you want to get it on Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> if you want to feel happy, Hotel for Dogs. If you want to, I don't know. Um, what, what's cat, the, Cats versus dogs. I was thinking, what's the mood for Bolt? Um, I feel like when you wake up after a night out and you're like hungover. Just put on bolt. Okay, if, <laughs> you if, know, sure. Like you're you're home. You're if only like if you're homesick. <laughs> if you um if you're in a There's spooky nothing mood, else on. watch Frank and Weenie. Mm. If you are feeling a little bit racist, watch Old Yeller. <laughs> Tad of racism. Because you know, Old Yeller would have like barked at a black person. <laughs> You know I'm right. I I can't refute it. And if you're like, if you're missing like football season, if you're like, it's football season now. So if you're missing basketball, watch Air Bud. Yes. And again, actually another horny suggestion, Balto. I haven't seen that one. Balto's a hot dog. Oh. In this case, I'm hot for dogs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hot for dogs. We're um, going to move on. We are going to move on. I was going to just... Uh, so we got Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, uh, 21 Jump Street. Uh, <laughs> also... Really? Just watch his whole filmography. Yeah, but they're not all winners. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, also, because you're here because you don't like all winners. Exactly. I love losers. <laughs> oh, um, that is your Tinder <laughs> divine. Should I change it? Yeah, just I love losers. I meant that just kind of like seems like who who you seem to get a lot. Anyways, we got on a weird tangent that anyway. has nothing to do 
with this movie. Um, so this is our Patreon pick, our first one. So subscribe to our Patreon, where uh, one dollar it's uh, gets you're a little you this, dipper, and you can vote on movies. And if you're the movies that we do, um, and if you're the only one, you just get to pick. So. Which we will be posting our. We'll start an official system instead of just asking someone to say on Twitter. So look out yeah. for. So if you want to subscribe, we'll post it after this episode is aired. Yes. So you have a chance to vote for the next Patreon pick. And then um, five dollars, you're a big dipper, and we'll start a whole other podcast just on that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not doing it until we get someone to do it. <laughs> And also, we're still not sure what it's going to be. It's going to be real freeform, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, could also be you just asking us. Could be a review show of the act. Could um, be. Could be us going through every single movie dog and giving it an emotion. <laughs> Who knows? You we don't know, know yet. We could just be um, talking about hot dogs. For you yeah, guys. Yeah, like beef, uh, turkey... Okay, the, end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>